Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss the college football history of the Virginia Cavaliers. This program keeps reversing its direction. One coach that ended 29 years of frustration, one coach who was a one-year wonder, one coach without a losing record, one stunning comeback, one stunning end to a 29-year losing streak to a rival, one line of scrimmage with too few players, one stunning two-minute collapse, one undefeated team, one halfback who could do it all, one in-state rival, two reversals of fortune, and of course, one cartoon from the Washington Post. First season, 1888. National Championship, zero. Heisman Trophy winner, zero. Best coach. George Welch, 1982-2000, 134 wins, 36 losses, and three ties and won 60.8% of his games. Prior to Coach Welch's arrival at Virginia from 1953 to 1981, the Cavaliers had two winning seasons in 29 years. Enter Coach Welch. In his second year, the Cavaliers posted a winning record. By the third year, they were 8-2-2, their best record since 1952. During his tenure, Coach Welch's version of the Cavaliers in 19 years posted 17 winning seasons, 14 seasons, with at least 7 wins, 8 seasons of 8 wins or more, and a 10-win season in 1989. He set an ACC record for wins by a coach, led the Cavaliers to two ACC championships and 12 bowl games. But special attention must be paid to two other coaches. Merritt Cook Jr., 1908, 7 wins, no losses, 1 tie, and won 93.8% of his games. Coach Cook Jr. only spent one season with the Cavaliers, but... He led the Cavaliers to their only undefeated season, shutting out all but one opponent. And then there was Arthur Goop, 1946 to 1952, 47 wins, 17 losses, and two ties, and won 72.7% of his games. Coach Goop's version of the Cavaliers rolled out a four-year stretch of 7-2, and 8-2, 8-1, and 8-2 seasons. In seven seasons, Cope Goop never had a losing season. Most stunning win. Virginia 20, North Carolina 17, November 16, 1996. Virginia entered the game 6-3. North Carolina entered the game 10-1. This Cavalier win broke the hearts of Tar Heel Nation. The Tar Heels were positioned to go to the Fiesta Bowl if they won out. They had Virginia and a winless Duke team left on the schedule. In the fourth quarter, with 10 minutes remaining, North Carolina was in command, up 17-3, and facing a first and goal from the 9-yard line. Two plays later, on third and goal, Virginia intercepted a Tar Heels pass and returned it 95 yards for a touchdown. On the ensuing Virginia drive, the Tar Heels had Virginia pinned twice, facing not one, but two fourth downs. But Virginia converted them both, scored a touchdown, and now the game was tied at 17. The next Virginia possession, a 41-yard Virginia pass and a 32-yard field goal later, ended the North Carolina dreams of a Fiesta Bowl as Virginia staged the stunning upset. But... Attention must be paid to one other game. Virginia 20, Clemson 7, September 8, 1990. Number 14, Virginia entered the game 1-0. Number 9, Clemson entered the game 1-0, but was riding a 29-game winning streak over Virginia in their rivalry. Early on, it seemed history would repeat itself as Clemson went up 7-0 on a 25-yard touchdown run in the first quarter. But Virginia playing at home in front of 46,800 fans tightened the game to a 7-6 by the end of the first quarter and the score remained 7-6 at halftime. In the third quarter, a 4-yard touchdown run, followed by a 12-yard touchdown pass from Sean Moore to Herman Moore, suddenly gave Virginia a 20-7 lead going into the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, Virginia's defense stiffened to secure the implausible upset and put an end to the 29-game losing streak to Clemson. 
Most stunning loss. Georgia Tech 41, Virginia 38, November 3, 1990. Number one, Virginia ended the game 7-0 with dreams of an undefeated season and a national championship. Number 16, Georgia Tech was 6-0-1. The teams marched up and down the field all day, nonstop action, totaling 975 total yards, with Virginia outgating Georgia Tech 512 to 463 yards. Playing at home, Virginia jumped to a 10-0 first quarter lead, and the lead grew to 28-14 at halftime. With a little over seven minutes left in the game, Georgia Tech took its first lead of the game, 38-35, on a 35-yard field goal. On the ensuing possession, Cavalier quarterback Sean Moore connected with Herman Moore on a 48-yard pass. With first and goal, the Cavaliers were positioned to take the lead. But in the next five plays, the Cavaliers were penalized twice. The heartbreaker was the penalty called on a one-yard touchdown run that would have given the Cavaliers a 42-38 lead, assuming they made the extra point, with under three minutes remaining. The penalty was for not having enough players on the line of scrimmage. Virginia had to settle for a field goal to tie the game at 38. With 2.30 remaining in the game, Georgia Tech got the ball back, drove 56 yards on five plays, and with seven seconds left in the game, kicked a game-winning 37-yard field goal to vanquish Virginia's hopes of an undefeated season and a national championship. But special attention must be paid to South Carolina 21, Virginia 14, November 1, 1952. Number 16, Virginia entered the game 4-1. And had won by scores of 27 to nothing, 42 to nothing, 50 to nothing, and 33 to 14 before losing to number six Duke. South Carolina entered the game three and two. Virginia took control of the game, and in the fourth quarter, Virginia had built a 14 to nothing lead. South Carolina was pinned at their own 30-yard line, facing 70 yards to try and cut into the lead. This is what happened: in three plays, South Carolina scores a touchdown, and now it's 14 to seven. On the ensuing kickoff, the Cavaliers fumbled, and now South Carolina had the ball at the five-yard line. They scored to tie the game at 14. On the ensuing kickoff, a clipping penalty caused Virginia to play from inside their five-yard line. They fumbled. South Carolina recovered the ball in the end zone and now was 21-14. The Gamecocks had scored three touchdowns in the blink of an eye in under two minutes to secure the win and, in turn, the Cavaliers' stunning loss. Best team. There was the 1902 Virginia Cavaliers, 8-1-1, that shut out seven of the ten teams they faced, but lost 34-6 to Lehigh, a team that lost three games that year. And then there was the 1913 Virginia Cavaliers, who went 7-1 and and shut out the first three teams they faced. They lost to a Georgetown team that lost four games that year. It was a nail-biter, 8-7. The 1914 Virginia Cavaliers went 8-1, and losing only to Yale, 21-0. The 1990 Virginia Cavaliers went 8-4. and Teammates quarterback Sean Moore and wide receiver Herman Moore both received Heisman votes. Sean Moore was fourth in the Heisman voting. Herman Moore was sixth. The Cavaliers beat Clemson to end a 29-game losing streak to the Tigers started the season 7-0, and rose to number one in the nation. But they lost to Georgia Tech on a last-second field goal, 41-38, and finished the season losing four of their five games. We give the nod to the 1908 Virginia Cavaliers, 7-0-1. Coach Merritt Cook Jr. only coached one season at Virginia. Coach Cook's version of the Cavaliers was undefeated, the only undefeated team in Cavalier history. The Cavaliers shut out seven of the eight teams they faced, only allowing St. John's to score in an 18-9 defeat of St. John's. Their lone tie clearly was a scoreless tie, 0-0 against Sewanee. They outscored their opponents 106-9. Best player, halfback Bill Dudley. In 1941, Bill Dudley won the Maxwell Award, awarded to the nation's most outstanding player. He rushed, kicked, passed, and on defense intercepted passes. He was a consensus All-American. That season, Dudley led the nation in scoring, 134 points, touchdowns, 18, rushing yards per carry, 6.2 yards per carry, and all-purpose yards, 1,674. 
He was second in the nation in rushing yards, 968, and total offense, 1,824 yards, and fourth in punt return yards, 481. In the last game of his career, Dudley rushed for 215 yards, passed for 177 yards, scored three touchdowns on the ground, passed for a fourth touchdown, and made four extra points in a 28-7 defeat of North Carolina. Bill Dudley is in the College Football Hall of Fame. Rival, Virginia Tech Hokies. The in-state rivals play for the Commonwealth Cup, 100 pounds of marble and cherry wood, and the cup lists the scores of every game the rivals played. These two ACC schools first met in 1895, where Virginia won 38 to nothing. Virginia won the first eight games of the series, shutting out the Hokies in seven of the eight games. From 2004 to 2018, Virginia Tech won 15 straight games in the rivalry. In 2019, both teams ended 8-3. and three. The winner would win the Coastal Division and move up to the ACC Championship game. Virginia won 39-30. Hullabaloo won. In 1890, Virginia started the season with a 72-0 loss to Penn. They followed that up with a 115-0 loss to Princeton. The next week, they defeated Randolph-Macon 136-0. If you're counting, that is a point differential of 252 points in two games. After losing their first two games by a combined score of 187-0, they outscored their next five opponents 224-10, winning their next five games to finish 5-2. Hullabaloo 2. In 1894, in the third game of the season, they were shut out by Princeton 12-0. Five games later that same season, they defeated Fort Monroe 102-0. Mascot, Catman. The 1925 The Cavalier Song was written two years earlier by Virginia student Lance Hayward Lee Jr., and this was UVA's fight song. The song inspired the team's nickname, The Cavaliers. A few years later, a cartoon of the Virginia Cavalier appeared in the Washington Post as a man with a mustache, boots, a jacket, long gloves, and a feather stuck in his hat. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode. (laughs) 